Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. What does it mean to speak your truth? Sometimes we feel like we don't have a voice. Sometimes we feel like we can't use our voice. Today's episode is a discussion on why we have the right to speak our truth and how to do it gracefully. Stay tuned. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Today is another Lori and Laura and chat episode. I'm so glad to have her here with me because she is a proponent of speaking your truth and I'm excited to hear what she has to say on the topic. It's really important as we create and write our own stories that we are authentic to ourselves and that we are brave in being able to walk forward and creating our path forward and our interactions with others and being able to decipher and speak what our truths are. So Laura Ann Turner, author of Every Single day and Lori Lee, author of Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day, the 21 Life Connection Challenges. We are here to kick around the idea of speaking your truth. Welcome, Laura Ann. Hi. Always coming back for more. Yay, which is to all of our benefits. I wanted to start out with a quote from Barbara DeAngelis. She's an American relationship consultant, a lecturer, an author, a TV personality, relationship and personal growth advisor, and a spiritual teacher. So she wears a lot of hats. But she said, quote, living with integrity means not settling for less than what you know you deserve in your relationships. Asking for what you want and need from others, speaking your truth, even though it might create conflict or tension, behaving in ways that are in harmony with your personal values, and making choices based on what you believe and not what others believe, unquote. Lara Ann, what is speaking your truth? And how did it and how does it play out in your very own life? I really, really love this quote, you know, that it says, living with integrity means not settling for less than what you know and deserve in your relationships. So I think it's important for us to know when we say relationships, I don't know how many other people do this, but I think a lot of people go directly to romantic relationships. You know, we kind of think of that type of relationship. But one thing that we need to, I think, explain or have people understand is that we have a bunch of different relationships in our lives. And one part of my book, I talk about our eight relationships that we have, you know, a relationship with ourselves, a relationship with other humans. There's three subcategories of those relationships, right? That we have, we also have a relationship with our environment thinking about like where we live would be our environment. We have a relationship with material things, our possessions that we have in our lives. So all of these relationships that we have, we have a relationship with our higher power. And these relationships that we have, not settling for less than what you deserve in your relationships, for me would be in all of our relationships. Relationships with the things that we have, relationships with where we live and our environment, 
relationships with humans, there's relationships with animals, relationships with a higher power. I like that a lot. So let's get specific then. What does it look like to speak your truth in each of those types of relationships? So for me, speaking your truth comes back to being an authentic person in your life in general. And how do we do that? How do we become authentic so that we're able to speak our truth? How do you become an authentic person? Because for me in my life, I don't believe I've always been authentic. In fact, I know I haven't always been authentic because as we talked about in the very first episode I recorded with you, I spoke very much about the job that I had and how it was, I was a vice president of a company, made a lot of money, but I was doing that for everyone else right? Mm -hmm. And somewhat for me too, but I was chasing, you know, accolade. And I talk about that in the episode. That means that wasn't authentic to me, right? Yeah. And that was episode 127 when she's talking about her story that she tells in her book every single day of coming to realize what she authentically wants for herself and doing it for herself and not for other people. This is a great topic for you to discuss because you have been through that transition of understanding it really deeply. So when I became aware that I was not living authentically, I made the changes. But I was 36 years old when that happened. When I had an awakening just because of some circumstances I was put into and I was thinking to myself, I'm not happy. And why in the world am I doing all of these things that I'm doing? And so learning to be authentic, I learned to be able to speak my truth. So I want to share a couple of quotes about being authentic. These are from Gabrielle Bernstein. You can follow her on social media. And she's also the author of several books. She yeah, wrote, I love her. She's got some good stuff. Yeah, the universe has my has back. back. <laughs> one of my favorites. And then her judgment detox is awesome as well. About no judgment and returning to love. So a couple of things that she says is, my capacity to tune into the energy of love gives me the words I need when I'm ready to speak up, the compassion I need when it's time to forgive, and the power I need when I am lost. So this is like when we're being, you know, when we circle back to love, which I also agree is how we get most authentic. I think everything boils down and back to love in any relationship or situation. It gives me the words I need when I'm ready to speak up, right? So when you know who you are in your relationships and you know what you want out of life, you know that, let's say, for example, in my life, I want to be a light. And I've talked to you about this. In my book, I say, your own light is your power. And I talk about how I got to a place where I knew the most important relationship for me to have was with myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I know when I have a goal or a thought, an idea, I am responsible to make sure that happens. So that now is authentic to me that I want to do that through whatever way I do it. What does speaking your truth mean to you? Like, let's define that speaking your truth, because to me, I don't think it means always blurting out every thought that you have and that your truth and what you think is right trumps everybody else. And that the way you're seeing things that you get to run over other people because of your perspective of the world at any given moment. I think that speaking your truth simply means that you have a peace and clarity about where you're going and an understanding of your right 
to establish that and establish your boundaries and be clear in your communications with others about what you will do and won't do or what you believe or don't believe. So in speaking your truth, I think it just has to come down to being really able to say, this is how I'm feeling or this is what this makes me feel. And I think the most important points, if I'm going to help anyone learn to speak their authentic truth is number one, don't be afraid. Don't let the fear consume you from saying what you need to say. You know, John Mayer wrote that song, Say What You Need to Say. Do you remember that song, Lori? Yeah, absolutely. This is one of the lines he says in there. Even if your hands are shaking and your faith is broken, even as the eyes are closing, do it with a heart wide open. Say what you need to say. In the end, it's better to say too much than to never say what you need to say. And I just think that's so beautiful how he explains that. And it's in a song, right? These lyrics that we all get the catchy little chorus, say what you need to say, you know? (laughs) Well, what are some examples? Like, let's talk specific so that people that are listening are like, oh yeah, I get that. So if you're saying what you need to say in the friend relationship or your relationship with God or your relationship with nature or your relationship with a person involved in your career, what are some examples of that? Okay, so here's some examples. And what I wanted to say is number one, don't have fear. So you have courage to say what you need to say, and I give you permission. If you need to lean on my courage while you're learning or you're taking this, like if something's in your heart saying, I need to say something to this person, I don't know if I have courage, just say, Laura Ann would want me to do this. Like if I were standing next to you, I would be holding your hand, giving you the courage to do it. So I want you to have the courage to do it. So don't have fear to do it. And we can use the example that you brought up earlier between you and I in a relationship, right? There were some things we were working on and I realized it wasn't going to be authentic to me. So I brought it up to you and I said, Hey, this isn't really where I'm going. And I just want to put this out there to say, I want to go in a different direction. Now, when I was speaking my truth to you, I put it on me. So another thing in speaking your truth, the second thing is come from a place of you. And this is why I wanted to go over so much of you being an authentic person. But when you're approaching someone and let's say I'm approaching someone I have in a relationship, a romantic relationship that I'm not feeling important enough to them. You can say, hi, sweetheart, or hey, babe, something's been on my mind. I don't feel like I'm not feeling important in this relationship. Because you don't call me every day, or because I don't hear from you every day, or because of whatever it is. But what you're doing is you're sharing your feelings, right? You're feeling instead of saying, you don't make me feel important because. Mm. Do you see the difference? Absolutely. And I love the simpleness of it, right? You're not complicating it with a bunch of emotion or drama. You're simply saying, I'm not feeling important because and giving them a specific reason and solution. I like that. Yeah. So when you're speaking your truth, if you're going to an employer, you say, I'm not feeling valued at work because I haven't had a raise in three years. Mm, Love that. Instead of going and saying, I need a raise. You suck. You're not a good manager because you forget to give me my reviews. Do you see the difference Mm -hmm. in how the approach is? You make it about how you're feeling. And the reason why you do this is because again, like I was laying the groundwork, you're being authentic to you. Mm -hmm. Because one thing we cannot absolutely do in our lives is control anyone else. 
We have no control over what someone else will do, but we can allow... Some people don't even realize or fathom the feelings they're creating in someone else. So when I go and I say, hey, I don't feel valued at work because I haven't had a raise in three years. Can you work with that on me? Or can you help me work on that? What can we do to fix that? Not hostile. I was kind. I spoke my truth. My boss gets where I'm coming from. very clear and low drama. And I think that's key to any resolution, right? And at the same time, because you've taken responsibility for it, you put it out there and it may be difficult for the other person to digest for a minute, but you've stated it clearly and you've kind of set a boundary of this is what I need or this is what I'm willing to do. And they have to digest that and work within it, but it's really palatable. Yeah. So then let's say the other person comes back, right? This is one of the biggest things about speaking your truth is, and I would say number three, So number one is don't have fear. Number two, make it about you and your feelings, not about attacking the other person. Number three, you have to accept their truth too. So when they come back to you and they say, well, you haven't gotten a reason through years because you're late every day for half an hour and you take a two hour lunch and you leave early, you leave 15 minutes early every day. You have to be like, oh yeah, I do do that. It's a two-way communication street there. (laughs) Right? Right. You have to be able to accept other people's truths. And something when I was going, you know, when I started the major transition in my life, and it's a continual thing, you know, transitioning. I was explaining to a friend the other day, look, transitioning in your life isn't you don't go in and like getting your wisdom teeth out. It happens once and it's done in your life. It's like brushing your teeth every day. Absolutely. you have to do as a continual process. So, you know, I was going through transitions in my life and people were noticing changes in me and they would send me messages saying they were speaking their truth to me and they were saying things that were not always kind. They were hurtful. I had someone reach out and told me basically they hated my book and it was someone that I knew and someone that I cared about and someone very close to me. And I remember Actually, I started crying. I sat on my floor in my bedroom when I got the message and I cried. And I was like, wow, someone I know and love doesn't support me in what I'm doing and what I'm trying to create in my life. And I had to take a minute and I had to realize that they were just speaking their truth. And the way I responded back to them, and this is the only thing I can do to help you when someone's saying something that's hard to you or bringing up something that makes you feel like you've done something maybe wrong, because we all do. I said to that person, thank you for speaking your truth. And then I said to them, here's how I feel. And this is what my truth is. And then I was able to say, I have, it took so much courage for me to put my stories out there. And to speak and to talk. And you don't have to support me. You get to have the choice not to. And I invite you to not follow me on social media. I invite you to leave my life if you feel like that's what's best for you to do because you don't want to align with where my new life is going. I give you permission to leave my life if you want to. I will be sad if you go. But if you feel like that's what's best for you because you feel this way, I will allow you to do that. I love that example, Laura, and because it's a really respectful 
interaction on your part. I know that whenever I've had interactions with people, particularly when the other person is very respectful in their responses to me, particularly if it's a tough conversation, that my esteem of them just really rockets up because I'm so impressed that in a difficult situation that they use wisdom and kindness and their responses and their maturity levels and being able to converse about things that are hard. So I like that example a lot because it's a very mature and just ideal. You get to speak your truth and they get to speak their truth and we get to allow for how that shakes out. Yeah. And then in that relationship, what happened was we fixed, you know, I don't know how they feel about my book to this day, but they're very supportive about my life. And in fact, the following day after we had this conversation, they sent me flowers. Mm. Um, And so I got flowers the next day and the card just said, you know, I love you and I do support you. And so it's interesting how a lot of times it's just a misunderstood emotion or it's a misunderstood act. And when we're afraid to stand up and speak and say, hey, this hurt me or hey, I don't like what's happening here, we're missing opportunities to grow in relationships. We're missing opportunities to really be true and authentic to who we are. And you know, it's amazing how when we get so much more freedom and power and courage when we do say what we need to say, like John Mayer said. And like I said, just going back to being realistic about your perceptions and non-hostile and allowing other people to speak their truth to you and how important that is. I like that. One of the things, because this idea of speaking your truth and understanding it, right? First, you have to authentically understand who you are and then, you know, recognize the things that are your truth and then be able to verbalize them in situations. And, you know, sometimes they're tougher things and sometimes they are just spaces where you are being able to build and share. And it's not so much about opposing opinions, but, you know, for an example, what comes to mind is, In the 21 Life Connection Challenges, some of the challenges are are specifically about this. For example, there is a challenge on forgiveness. And with this particular challenge, you are writing out for three pages your entire truth. Mean, nasty, all the pain, all the hurt, whatever you feel about that person, it's a space to purge. Now, they're not going to see it. You're going to burn it in the end. But it's a place where you just get to be really vocal with all of your truth to help clean and just to get it out, to get it out of your system mm-hmm. so that you can progress on that down that road of forgiveness. And I think that's a place also where we speak our truths when we're going through something that's tough and there's things that we need to clear out of our system, hiding those or pretending like those feelings aren't real or pretending, um, hiding things that happened, that's hiding the truth. I think that speaking your truth comes into those tough spaces as well. Absolutely. I would definitely agree. I almost think, again, it doesn't have to be mean and hostile and you did this and I hate this because, you know, we can come together, like you said, in a mature way and speak of things. And I want to share another thing, Mel Robbins, I've talked about her on here before. She's awesome. And you can follow her if you want on Instagram. It's Mel Robbins Live. But she says, about speaking your truth. It says, you aren't Willy Wonka, stop sugarcoating, which I thought was really funny. There's nothing a people pleaser likes more than sugarcoating. I know because I used to be one. It turned me into a liar. So think about that when you're sugarcoating. Are you lying to the people that you love and trust? Which is what too much sugarcoating can do if you're not careful. I'd tell everyone exactly what I thought they wanted to hear. It didn't matter if it was truth or a lie. It helped me avoid conflict. 
Sugarcoating the truth might feel good in the short term, but it's going to cause long-lasting damage to your relationships. If you don't say how you really feel, they'll never know. And that means you don't have any right to get upset with them if their behavior doesn't change. So the next time you're tempted to sugarcoat the truth, remember that you can say what you mean while still being kind. You don't have to be critical or hurtful to be direct and honest. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love everything about what she just said. Yep. That is fantastic. Yes, because I love this idea of being true to yourself and being clear and being kind at the same time. But I also love the idea of if you choose not to. And I think this episode may be primarily for the people pleasers of the world. And, you know, we all fall into different personality types. But to those for whom that is incredibly important, you know, staying away from contention, making people happy, wanting to have the pats on the back. This is something that I think is very difficult for them to come Mm -hmm. to because they're facing a fair of rejection that is just mortally terrifying. And this has never been my problem ever. I speak my truth way, way too much to the point where people really want me to quit speaking my truth. I've never not known how to speak my truth. I mean, it's just a weird filter that I don't have, but I see it done and I'm on the other end of relationships where people do that. And it is very hard to have an authentic relationship with somebody when they only tell you what you want to hear Mm -hmm. and they only share with you because you just don't ever know where it stands. You know, that's the kind of people where often you have one relationship to your face and then you hear that there are other things going on behind the scenes. That's really hard to those relationships for me. I exit those very quickly because that lack of authenticity is not something I can work with. Right. And then we circle back to the authenticity. So when you're telling people what they want to hear, there's a lack of authenticity. And once you start becoming more authentic to yourself, you start to see the inauthenticity of other people. Think about authenticity and being true to who you are instead of like saying things or posting things that you think people will want to see or you think people will have a reaction to. It's better 100,000% for you to just be who you are. The people who need to be in your life will come and the people who don't need to be will go. And you'll live a beautiful, authentic, true-to-yourself life and you don't have to worry or worry about what you need to say and when you need to say it and how you need to say it. You'll just know you're being true to who you are and it's a beautiful way to live if that makes any type of sense. Of course it does. So on our path of creating and telling our best life stories, I think part one of the main things that we need to learn is who we are and to have a space of comfort with that. You know, you have to, as you brought up in the beginning and laying this foundation, authentically come to understand and accept you and who you are and how you want to function in the world. And then be able, as you move forward down your path and you're writing your storyline, to share that with others in appropriate and kind ways as you set your boundaries to move forward. That's what this whole conversation really is about. But it's an important thing to be able to feel empowered to speak your truth or just simply that you have the right, no matter who you are or how small you may feel, how much you want to please people, you have the right to be you, to live you, to do you, and to kindly make your way forward in creating boundaries and expectations that the people around you have by speaking your truth, by claiming your emotions, by claiming your goals and your path forward, by being able to communicate what you need 
Exactly. And like I said, the fear, we all have fear, right? We all have some sense of fear of rejection from time to time in our lives. But having the courage, even when your hands are shaking, just like John Mayer said, having the courage. And when you can make it about you and your emotions and not about attacking the other person, you know, I don't like it when you talk, you know, it makes me feel insecure in our relationship when you talk to your ex-wife five times a day on the phone. Instead of saying, you talk to your ex-wife five times a day on the phone and you never talk to me and I hate it. I'm sick of it. It's over. See the difference in the approaches. And that's like what Mel Robbins said. You can do it in a kind, direct, honest manner without being hurtful. And I think we could even adjust the words a little bit. Not you make me feel, but I feel. When you talk to your ex-wife five times a day, I feel like you don't care as much about me or I feel nervous that you're still tied to that relationship or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. Or instead of getting to the point where you just blow up and you just like rattle off all the things and then it's like, you know, you're attacking your partner instead of growing with your partner, communicating. There's a very, very different approach in attack and communication. And we let ourselves, we're doing this sugarcoat thing because maybe we have a fear of losing the relationship. So we're doing this sugarcoat thing and then we all have a limit. We all have a boundary and then we get to that limit and that boundary and then we blow up and then it's colossal fights and then we're, it just, you know, spirals out of control. And I know there's people listening that have been in this situation and I've done it before too, because I'm a recovering sugarcoater, right? (laughs) (laughs) On one side of it or the other, for sure. And I love, thank you for being here today for this conversation, Lara Ann. And thank you for your thoughts and sharing your personal experiences with it. The challenge for this week is to look at your life really honestly and find out, is there a space where you have been afraid to authentically speak your truth? And so there's a communication gap between you and the other person or you and the other entity. And take a look at that and then take a minute and decide, what would my truth be if I were to speak this? What would I say? And then go to the next step and say, how do I say this in the most straightforward, kind way With my head up and my shoulders back and my looking straight into their eyes in a way where I can speak my truth and move forward. That's your challenge for this week. Laura Ann, do you have any parting thoughts? Yes, I want to say this is another quote from Gabby Bernstein. She says this, there's nothing sexier than my authentic truth. Right? Which is so true. I love that. When you're authentic to who you are and what you want to be, there's nothing sexier. You know, and I actually would say I'm a living example of this, to be honest with you. The way I wear my hair, very short, and the way I dress and all the things I do, I'm very authentic to who I want to be. I don't look much outside of what other people are doing. And I don't try necessarily to follow what other people are doing because I want to be me. And it's sexy. It really is sexy when someone's speaking their authentic truth, living their authentic truth. It's a beautiful thing. I totally agree with that. And I think you'll see that too. The more that you come from your own space, the more power you exude just in your way of being. And that's just a sexy thing to be competent and capable and to be one of those people that shines. That's sexy. Everybody sees that. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So have courage to those of you that are out there. Come from a place of how you feel and what you think. Be direct, be kind and be honest and have courage. Say what you need to say. 
Nice. Walt Whitman said, happiness is not in another place, but this place, not for another hour, but this hour, unquote. What truth can you speak that would create some freedom and happiness in your life today? Thank you for being here and listening into the Love Your Story podcast. Share this episode with someone who could use it today. Share the love people. That's why we make these so that we can shed some light and build and put empowering and inspiring ideas out there. So share it with your family and friends. And don't forget, you can find my new book, Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day, the 21 Life Connection Challenges on Amazon or on the website, www.loveyourstorypodcast.com. And I will see you next week for our next great conversation or interview or empowering idea.